This is Audible. Listen, Mrs. Wibbs is singing. She even sounds happy. Oh, wonders will never cease. Sherry, Doctor. All right, Doctor. Don't mind if I do, Doctor. Just a small one. Who on earth can that be? Christmas Eve. I'll answer it. 50p, it's a proper carol singers. Doesn't seem to be. Come and look through the window. Doctor, come quickly. You'll never believe it. Oh, no. Here we go again. Ah! Good heavens. Get back. This is an intolerable outrage. Armed robots bursting into a fellow's house on Christmas Eve. Are you all right, Wibbs? Just bruised, I think. There was no need to shove like that. Remain silent. They've knocked Mr Yates unconscious. They clearly mean business. May I ask why you charming, gentle robots are paying us this unexpected visit? Here, are you from the village? Are you Daphne Watsit's nephews? The fancy dress shop in Codlington got ram-raided last week. This female is insensible. She's not part of our programme. Seize the objective and scan him. The only objective I answer to is Doctor. His physiognomy is correct. What does he mean, your physiognomy? It means he likes my face, Wibbs. You will relinquish yourselves into our custody. That's a trifle strong. If you want him, you'll have to take me as well. Don't be silly, Wibbsy. Where he goes, I go. I'm his personal nurse. He needs my attention at all times. You really have gained a taste for daring do, haven't you? Seize them. Render them unconscious if necessary. Look, whatever's going on here, we deserve to be informed. You can't just drag us into the street. I've got a goose in the oven. Really, Wibbsy? You are now both prisoners of the Robotov Empire. Never heard of it. You will come with us. But we can't leave Mr. Yates just lying there in front of the fireplace. He'll be all right. Look, he's coming now. That's it, Mike. Out the double. Remember to turn the oven off. There's a good chap. You're not just going to let them take us, are you, Doctor? I don't think we have much choice, Mrs. Whipsy. You heard what that metal gent said. You and I are prisoners of the Robotops. Doctor Who, Serpent Crest, Zar Wars, by Paul Mars, starring Tom Baker and Susan Jameson. What a way to travel. It was like being sucked up the vacuum cleaner. Force malfunction. This is the autumn palace. Power depleting. Wormhole critical. Power too unstable for retransfer. Very well. Close the portal on my command. Now. It is done. They're using wormhole technology. So I heard. Is that bad? Well, without the correct shielding, it could be highly unstable. An overutilized wormhole can do untold damage to the space-time vortex. You don't say. I do. Requesting procedure instructions from BioMoon. What's that? Secure prisoners in secret location until secondary plan is devised. Affirmative. Are you nauseous, Mrs. Wibsey? As a matter of fact, I feel as sick as a parrot. Here, have a barley sugar. They've got no right to drag innocent prisoners halfway across the cosmos in something so unstable. You, yes, you, I'm talking about you. The prisoners will not address the robot of God. He will remain silent. I think they've hit a snag. We're not where they wanted us to be. 
You will be incarcerated for the present time. Oh, Lord, I don't like the sound of this. Did you really mean halfway across the cosmos, Doctor? I lost track after a while, but we're a very long way from home. The nurse functionary until the objective is medicated to the necessary levels. What? Oh, oh yes. Oh, I will. What's that? Quiet now, Doctor. It'll be time for your tablet soon. You will come with us. It's really conversationalists, aren't they? <laughs> well, that's robots for you. With a few honorable exceptions, of course. <laughs> How could we get away from here without the TARDIS? I can't say I'm keen on travelling via that wormhole thingy again, even to go home. You've already said how dangerous it is. I meant it. They could smash half the cosmos into smithereens if they don't know what they're doing with it. Harnessing the power of such a natural phenomenon is far from child's play. Only certain races have the capability. Prisoners will be silent. Have I complimented the decor yet? Very baroque, I'd say. Very baroque. Something of a nod to Earth culture, if I'm not mistaken. Have you got human masters by any chance? Blasphemy will be severely punished. Oh, I'm sorry, yes. Uh, which word is forbidden? Servants or humans? Silence. Well... Doctor, don't rile them. Yeah, humorless lot. His heart's failing. Servo 53. Yes, physician Dolan. Zarina is on her way to see her son for her usual afternoon visit. Please, delay her. She mustn't see him like this. Yes, physician Dolan. Please pull through, little prince. So many lives depend upon your survival. If I fail, their highnesses will have me disassembled. You can't die now. Royal Escort reports Tsarina on course to medical wing. Her course likely to intercept our own. Take evasive action. Returning to base. He's vanished! Prisoners will continue. Increase speed. About to meet royalty, are we? Where's your chum gone? Prisoners will remain silent in the royal presence. Servo 96, what are you doing in this sector? Who are these? Oh! Hello there. Silence in the presence of Her Holy and Integral Majesty. You are here! Yes, yes indeed. Quite a bumpy ride as it happens. And not quite what we were expecting, but here we are. And this is Mrs. Wibsey, by the way, and... Uh, how'd you do Father! You've come back to us. Father? Retinue dismissed. Your Highness? I said dismissed. All of you. That includes you, Servo 96. Go immediately. Leave us. Affirmative. Glad to see the back of them. Thank you, Your Highness. I can't tell you how pleased I am to see you. Yet you are much changed. I am? Yes, changed and yet very much the same. Well, for one thing... Oh, I could weep. I told Bulin, I told them all, only one doctor can save my son, and that is you. Well, it's very nice to be welcomed at last. All we've received so far is rough treatment. You will understand if your presence here is ill-received by some. After everything that has happened, your good reputation is far from assured. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. But this is propitious timing. You are heaven sent, my wonderful man. And there is not a moment to lose. Come at once. Follow me to the medical wing. What do we do now? Go with her, of course. Here, did she call you father? Have you been... I have no idea. Fascinating, though, isn't it? Bulin, he is worse. For all your meddling and supposed care, you have made him worse. Sorry, no. 
Your Highness, we are doing what we can. I, I hope to spare you the sight of him like this. Bullen, I am sorry. I know you have worked long and dutifully and done all you can. But all along I said there was just one hope for my son. And now he is here. Come in, father. Goodness, quite a little hospital you have here. No, it can't be. Oh, look, doctor. He's just a toddler. Uh, let's see now. What's going on here? Alex has been critically ill for weeks, father. He weakens every day. But I had no way of contacting you. The Tsar insisted that you had deserted us all. Mm. What's wrong with him, Boolin? His heart is failing. Only the life support circuitry is keeping him alive. Unable to support himself at just three years old. I could almost weep for pity. Hush, there now. I'm sure the doctor will do what he can. I'm not at all sure I can actually save the child. Mrs. Wibsey, <coughs> hold my coat, will you? Now, let's have a look. Is the heart disease? What is diseased? You know, sick, weak. Diagnostics reveal the organic element is being rejected by the robotic. Ah, the organic element. Now I understand. What is it, Doctor? The child is a cyborg, Mrs. Wibsey. Look, metal limbs like calipers. Engineered to expand and grow along with his human body parts. Half organic, half robotic. But the organic heart is failing and dying. Poor little mite. He looks so constricted in all that metal. Tell me, Bulin, have you tried hemoconcentration to bolster his red blood cells? Or attempted cardioplegia through freezing the organic component? Yes, and more. The simple fact remains that the mechanical part of the child is continually rejecting the human. You must find great irony in the situation, Father Gregory, given your political leanings. Bulin, there will be time for that later. Mm. Now, everyone stand back. Let the dog see the rabbit. Your Highness, would you mind stepping away? Please save my son, Father Gregory. The future of our whole empire rests on his small shoulders. It's been a long time since I put my biomechanical training into practical use, but I'll have a go. Bulin, this is what I'll need. The coolant valves have been ruptured. His heart is overheating, which may be the prime cause for the rejection. Can it be repaired? I'm not sure. Father Gregory has the divine touch. He will restore the living soul to my son. I hope so, Your Highness. But have you wondered why he has returned to us? Who cares for now? I am just delighted he is here, to save us all. For the moment, Bulin, do not tell my husband. It's done. You you saved him? Oh, you genius. You wonderful man. I've done the best I can. I've fixed the valves and dampened the autoimmune reaction. The heart rhythm has returned to relatively normal. Well done, Doctor. I've no idea how long it'll last. I'm afraid I can't work miracles. But you do, Father Gregory. Now, please, come with me. There is much to discuss. A lot has happened since you were last here. All right, come on, Wimps. No, Father. For the moment, just you. Like old times. I see. Uh, Mrs. Wibsey, wait for me here. Yes, Doctor. Alex seems stable for now. I'd better clear this equipment up. Sorry, I'm in the way, aren't I? No, please. You're welcome to remain. I will be forever in the father's debt for what he has done tonight. Have you been looking after the boy for long? Since his first days. I am his personal physician. His survival is my responsibility. I don't mind admitting. Just lately I've felt his life slipping out of my grasp. The doctor often turns up at more or less the right moment. You call him the doctor? Surely he hasn't renounced his, how do you say it, religious calling these days? Um, well, um, you see, Poulin, I think you and the Tsarina are under a misapprehension. I suspected as much. So the rumours are true. Not only has he altered his appearance, but also his outlook. 
He has finally lost his beneficence towards my kind. Do you know he was the only human ever to dine at the royal Robotov table? And yet, ultimately, he is the only one to betray us all. When you say the only human... We were once proud to accept him among us. But surely you're human, aren't you? <laughs> it is kind of you to humour me. But being human is not something we Robotovs aspire to. Robotovs? You mean you're all robots? Affirmative. I can't take it in. You're so lifelike for a mechanical man. The doctor called Alex a, a cyborg, didn't he? Indeed, the Tsar and Tsarina's son and heir is a cyborg. But the rest of us are wholly and integral Robotov. But you must know all of this. Which work satellite did you meet Father Gregory on? Um, Chroma. That's not one I have heard of. He was always drawn towards the human workforce on the satellite worlds, naturally enough, as they are his own kin. But never did we imagine he would try to turn them against us. Is it true that he is a master rebel force? I'm afraid I don't know what you're talking about. Your circumspection does you credit. All I ask is that you do us no harm whilst you are our guests here. Of course not. If anyone was going to do harm, it was those guards who brought us here. Now, they certainly don't seem human. But you and the Sarina, I'd never know you weren't real. Although humans service the Empire in their work on the satellite planets and our generator moons, it has always been deemed appropriate to have a servo class of robots supporting the ruling elite here in the palace. And you don't bother dressing them up like people? Servos are not accorded the same cosmetic and personal characteristics as the royal family and its retinue. Oh, I don't think I could stay around them for too long. They give me the creeps. You will be served by them at dinner tonight. And if the Tsar is in a jubilant mood at the saving of his son, I would not be surprised if you too were invited to the royal table with Father Gregory. Oh, goodness. Well, I think I'll let the doctor do the talking. Best all round. He doesn't seem to be able to do any wrong here. In the olden days, Father Gregory was always a palace favourite. Um, I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn here, but you do know he isn't really this Father Gregory, don't you? Is this what we know as human sense of humour? I believe the correct response is, ah, ah, ah. I'm not trying to be funny. Father Gregory's return couldn't have been better timed. Only he could save the heir to the Empire, and only he can stop this coming war. Oh, Doctor, whatever have you walked into this time? Dinner is served. We seem to be quite a hit, don't we, Mrs. Wimsey? You are? <laughs> they all think you're some sort of miracle worker. Uh, yes. Now, just do as they do and pretend to eat the food. But it all looks so delicious. Fake, I'm afraid. It's all made out of Capo de Monte or something. Androids don't need to eat, you see. This whole banquet appears to be a fascinating emulation of something in their past. You're kidding. I'm not, and I'll tell you something else, Wimsey. According to the Tsarina, this whole palace is built on a floating platform in space, constructed especially to house the Robotov ruling class. These poor devils don't even have a planet to call their own. Watch out. Here's the Tsar. My lords and ladies of the holy and integral Robotov Empire, I never thought I would hear myself say these words again. But for this night only, let us drink a toast in honour of our son and heir's saviour. Father Gregory. Father, Father Gregory. Gregory. Oh, there's nothing in these goblets but dust. Father, a response, please. Oh, 
Really, it was nothing. I was just lending a hand, as usual. <laughs> uh, trying to be of some help, you know. Father Gregory is too modest. Has he forgotten how vital he once was to us here in the Autumn Palace? I am sure he is merely... Since his departure, nothing here has been right. Ever since that day, the Robotoffs have had no human prism through which to see themselves. And for that... We are the poorer. My beloved wife is as inappropriately emotional as ever, Father Gregory. But she is mistaken. All is well here. We have survived without you. Indeed, I would venture to say we have grown stronger. Not least of all in our surveillance of neighboring planets, such as the Bio-Moon. Well, I'm glad to hear you're managing without me. Do I detect some antagonism between robots and humans? You are perceptive, Father. My husband forgets that only this week we took casualties on the fuel run from the Bio-Moon, thanks to a raid by parties unknown. That just a month ago, two of our servo robots were absent without explanation for days, only to be discovered deactivated in the East Wing airlock. Since then, they have been erratic, behaving mysteriously, as if of their own accord. Human rebellion is suspected. These are strange and unnerving times. My wife, I forbid you to speak of these local matters. But surely you are descended from human creations. We are our own people. I don't doubt it, but you can't possibly have invented yourselves. Apart from anything else, your physical appearance and all these nods around the place to old earth culture make it obvious that you were once of human serving stock. That was centuries ago. The Robotoffs overthrew their masters and became the dominant race in this sector of the galaxy. Allowing humans to coexist as a worker class, is that right? Lower even than your own servo robots? The situation has been peaceful for hundreds of years. Until you came along, Father Gregory, and stirred up trouble from within our very own walls. Please, take no heed, Holy Father. My husband has been driven to paranoia, understandably, both by recent events and by your apparent absconding. But all of that will change now that you are among us again. It will? Another toast to a returned and trustworthy friend. If you're not careful, Doctor, you're going to wind up in the tower with Hubby over there turning the key and eating it. Incoming data suggests unlawful incursions. The transduction shields are down. Sabotage is suspected. Life readings. Humanoid life forms detected on platform quadrant 8 beta. Advancing on the palace. It can only be the human rebels. They have chosen this night of celebration to make their move. Move to full alert. Guards have been dispatched. Too late. Threshold integrity breached. The Autumn Palace is under siege. Please, you really must call me Doctor. I can't stand all of this bowing and scraping. Father Gregory, you were never one to stand on ceremony. But this insistence on a change of name, the smoothness of your chin, your altered apparel, even your voice... I must confess it is most strange. Yes, well, there's good reason for that. All things must change, Your Highness. And mere flesh and blood can be the weakest of vessels, prone to falling under the strangest of influences. Hush, husband. Father, why have you returned to us this day? Is it, as I have hoped, that you have come to save us all? We do not need saving. Is it to put right everything that is weakened and ailing in the Robotov Empire? Have you come to rekindle your friendships of old? I'm afraid not, Tsarina. We were brought here by your guards. Even we don't know why. By our guards? You have the temerity to suggest that I would have commanded them to seek out and find you? Not even the ailing health of your own son would persuade you to do that, would it, husband? Your own son, wife. Please, Mrs. Wibsey and I don't mean to cause a domestic dispute. Our escorts here seem to think I was somebody else too. Perhaps Servo 9-6 here can shed some light on it. By the serpent. What is it? Husband, what is happening? Incursion. More human scum agitating at our door. Haven't you got any defences? The palace was built in a time of peace, not war. 
Until the recent rebel unrest, there has always been harmony between Robotoffs and humans. Don't you mean between servants and masters? A society built on those foundations is bound to suffer subsidence eventually, yes. And your pretty Rococo walls will come tumbling down. Doctor, we've got to do something. Your Royal Highness, I can see you are very scared of these people. We shall not admit them into the palace. No more humans. Father, Mrs. Wibsey, you must escape with the Royal Party. We need you. Do you have anywhere in mind? What about the wormhole transport? Wormhole transport? What's he talking about, Servo 96? This meaning is unintelligible. Now, hang on a minute. My husband at least had the foresight to make our private quarters impregnable. We will take refuge there. But what about the others? Alex must be saved. We must go now. Servo 96, collect my son and physician Bulin from the medical wing and take them to our quarters. Affirmative, Your Royal Highness. Now, come at once. Our private retinue will bear us away. Please, come quickly. It's all happening today, isn't it, Wibbs? Now, at last, we can be safe. How is the boy? He is stable, Your Highness, but still very weak. Servo defense reports heavy Robotov casualties. What? We are going to die tonight. I know it. Hush, wife. Your Highnesses, perhaps I can talk to them. I have some experience with humans. Yes, you know the human rebels well, don't you? We can all imagine your negotiations. What's he trying to say? Something to do with Father Gregory. Your Highness, forgive me for saying so, but perhaps if he did speak with the human... Silence! If this man is to speak with anyone, it is with me. Well, fire away. What should we talk about? Music, literature, ornithology, origami? You were on Bio-Moon, weren't you? Or Rebel-Moon, as I understand you human scum have renamed it? Don't bother to deny it. I meant what I said about surveillance. You've been skulking up there for months, fermenting unrest. I didn't know anything about this. You are hardly the most appropriate confidant I could have chosen. Too busy fretting over your sickly child. You've had no clue as to the wider political picture. Without Alex alive, there is no wider politics for us. If he dies, so do all our hopes. So you insist. But someone had to take the longer view. Someone had to monitor the rebellion. My advisors and I have been keeping close watch on Gregory's location for a long time. Then why didn't you call upon him when Alex was dying? Because I am the head of state. I command the Robotov Empire. And not even your child... Our child! Not even your child is more important than the security of the Robotov future. No matter how much you and he would like to sell us down the river to the humans. Perhaps you both drew up these plans together to infiltrate and take over my palace. What rubbish! The doctor's done nothing but help you ever since we got here. We never asked to come here, you know. Your Highness, those explosions are getting distinctly nearer. The rudimentary reinforcement you put around these quarters won't last forever, you know. Now, it may have escaped your notice, but Mrs. Wibsey and I are inside here with you. And we're all going to go up in a big blue flash together if one of those grenades lands on top of us. So? So please, let me go out and talk to them. What other choice do you have, Highness? Very well. Talk to your fellow humans. But remember, the Royal Commander of the Robotoffs will never bargain with primitive organics. <sighs> Servo 96. Let me out. I'm coming with you. Mrs. Wimsey, get back to safety. You're not going anywhere without me. If there's one thing I've learned this past couple of years, it's to have you where I can see you. Get down! Oh, that was a bit close. They've got some very flashy hardware. You could get yourself killed, you know, following me about. I'm not hiding in there with a bunch of robots. They're like something off that film, Metropolis. Have you seen it? Seen it? I was in it. All right, come on then, you stubborn woman. Look at all these mangled bodies. Thank goodness, they're only robots. Only robots, Mrs. Wimsey? Our hosts would tell you they were as alive as we are. But surely they're all just machines, aren't they? Just wind-up dolls. Apparently they're still capable of thinking, feeling even. In this sector of space-time, robo-technology has reached highly sophisticated levels. Uh, Doctor, hmm? 
think we've found what we're looking for. Look up ahead. If they're not human, I'm a budgie's aunt. Scruffy lot, aren't they? Looks like they're regrouping. They haven't seen us yet. Now be careful. They look a bit rough. I say, hello. Look here, you lot. You just can't go bursting into palaces shooting everybody like this. Some of those knickknacks are priceless. There he is. There's the objective. Seize him. The objective? That's what the servo robots called you. Not a name I'm fond of. Watch out, they're coming over. You're coming with us. I can't do that, you see. I'm a bit busy right now. Tanak, Kier, take them by force. Bellis, Salvin, go ahead and make sure there's clear passage to the airlock. Radio the other parties and tell them to pull back. Return to base. Yes, Carney. Where do you want us to go? The objective's required on Rebel Moon. And I'm sure we'll find a use for you. Now move it! Oh. Look here! You can't go manhandling Mrs. Wibsey like that. If I were you, I'd shut up and relax. We won't go without a fight, will we, Doctor? Uh, actually, I'm quite intrigued to see this setup of theirs on the moon. Got it nice up there, have you? The transport's prepared, Carney. There's that noise again! The wormhole thing! Now just hold them steady, Tanak. Walter! Mrs. Wibsey! Get back, Berlin! I warn you, I am armed! Don't let them slip away, Tanak. We've no intention of slipping away. Mrs. Wibsey, hold on to me tight. Doctor, keep down. Bullen, no. Here's it. Doctor, come on. No, Bullen. Where have they gone? You idiot. But I saved you. And let Mrs. Wibsey go. Forgive me if I don't thank you. The rebels have retreated. Power has been restored to the Autumn Palace. And I've lost a dear friend. I'd forgotten how single-minded you robots can be. And that's why you'll never rule over human beings for long, you know. Doctor, you are what humans describe as upset. Yes, I am. I've got to get after her. Wait a minute. Why are you calling me Doctor all of a sudden? Whoever you are, you must be careful. The Tsar is saying they only came here for you. That the whole attack was a setup to get you away. He may be right. Gregory. Father Gregory, I thought you'd been killed. I'm harder to get rid of than that. To treat you like this, after you had worked with them, tried to broker peace between us all. Sarina, where is your husband? He's with our son. Alex woke up during the last stages of the attack. He is pacified now. I must see the Tsar. Take me to him. Very well. Your Highness, please. You must listen to me. I need not listen to anyone, let alone a traitor like you. I am the Tsar. My every word is holy writ. I never much cared for holy writ. I never believe in things that are set in stone. Highness, please. The doctor, uh, Father Gregory, has a plan. I'm sure he has. Highness, I don't know why everyone keeps mistaking me for Father Gregory, but I'm not him. My name is the doctor, and I would like to help you now. I have no doubt that humans can be a shifty bunch. And for that very reason, they are also very dangerous enemies. I have seen the atrocities committed on our kind by these creatures of flesh and blood. They would rather we were still mere machines to be bent to their wills. I can talk to them, persuade them that there is room for negotiation. Why would you do this for us? Is it for my wife's sake? I hardly know your wife. When you last lived here in the Autumn Palace, you and she were inseparable. And together you cooked up your little plan for the next stage in our supposed joint evolution. As I keep saying, I am not Father Gregory. What next stage in your evolution? I have no patience for this. You, sir, are as duplicitous as your rebel allies. Guards! Remove him from our sight. Please, Your Highness, listen to him. Physician Bullet, you overstepped the mark. You may have helped to keep my son alive, but you may not make demands of me. Now go. Humanoid foodstuffs will be brought to you presently. Oh, good. I'm rather peckish. The food at that banquet was terrible. 
You may seal me in, Servo 71. I wish to speak to the prisoner alone. I know the code to leave. I'm sorry, Doctor. We tried. Yes, and very little good we did. Mrs. Wibsey's still stuck on that moon place. What is it anyway, apart from a rebel stronghold? It is one of our generating moons. It creates energy for the Empire. And it's manned by humans who've now turned nasty, led by Father Gregory. According to the Tsar. I must go soon. I have duties to perform. Boonin, you believe I'm not Father Gregory, don't you? Yes. Mrs. Wibsey tried to say as much from the outset. She has an honest personality. You're absolutely right, and I'm terribly worried about her. Will you help me to get out of here? To do so would be an act of suicide on my part. The Tsar would have me dismantled. Mm. Would it help if I apologized for calling you an idiot? Another human example of humor. Ah, ah, ah. No, 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 no. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Perfect. By Jove, he's got it. Is this what humans call light relief? No, just borderline hysteria. Believe me when I tell you, if you leave me stuck here, things are going to end pretty badly for all of us. Dismantling would be the least of your problems. Very well. Follow me. Bulin. You're wonderful. Thank you. Something about you compels my loyalty. Perhaps it is the same characteristic that makes Father Gregory a leader of men? What I'd like to know is who brought me here in the first place, and why? The Tsar doesn't seem to know anything about it, or indeed that there's a serviceable wormhole in operation nearby. Those human rebels called me the objective. So did the servo-robots when they fetched us from Earth. You are from Earth? Well, sort of. But years before your ancestors knew it. On Mrs. Wimsey's Earth, robots like you haven't been invented yet. They've only just come up with the microwave. Invented, Doctor? It is treason to speak like that here, to say such things. What? That humans created robots? But surely every child knows that. There is only one child in the palace. Ah, yes, the cyborg heir. I must supervise his return to the hospital. Somehow, Father Gregory is more involved with him than anyone really knows. Except perhaps the Tsar and his wife. Father Gregory says he's ready for her now. Did you hear that, sweetheart? Ow! Stop shoving me about! Leave her be, Tanak. There'll be time for games later. Why is it so dark in here? Energy conservation. The Robotoss think they've got it bad, but they've no idea. Our power's needed for more important things than lighting. Oh yes, like running that space taxi of yours, I shouldn't wonder. Do you think she's really human? Have you had a good look? Of course she is. Yeah, after all, who built a robot to look like an old nag? You'll feel the back of my hand in a minute. Hey, she's feisty. Fat lot of good that'll do her. His nibs could tame any woman. Who's his nibs when he's at home? I think they mean me, my little one. Where did you come from? The robots have their palace. I have mine. Biomoon is my domain. Kani, Tanak, leave us alone together. Yes, yes father. Now then, little one, look upon the face of your new master. Stop messing about, Doctor. Oh, it's so blessed dingy in here. Your eyes will soon adjust to the darkness. Come, my dear, stand before me. Now, this is no time for... Oh, my goodness. You're him, aren't you? But it's incredible. You're the image of the Doctor. I am Father Gregory. Welcome to my world. How is he, Bulin? Better for being on life support again. I'm afraid your recent repair is already starting to fail. Mm. It was only ever going to be temporary. Bulin, those human rebels have the Robotoffs by the throat, don't they? They know you need the lunar reserves. We depend on that power even more than they do. It's difficult to see how it will all end. Mm. How about by making peace? Hmm? 
That's the only way you'll share the power with them. And unless you do, poor Alex here will perish. If I wasn't seeing it with my own eyes, you must be his brother or something. If you simply share a random physical likeness thanks to the endless chaotic ramifications of universal chance, it's such a coincidence that we've run into you. You poor woman. It is not by chance that you are here. My machinations have brought us together across the millennia. My troopers had you and the doctor under observation for some time before they made their swoop. Your troopers? Indeed. You were not kidnapped on the orders of the Tsar or his empire, but on mine. But they were robots who fetched us. Servo robots under my control. Remember, I lived in the palace once. I made good use of my time there. But while we wait for the doctor to come to your aid, let me show you around the lunar stacks. See my own burgeoning empire. Alex's condition is worsening, Doctor. Even the machines can't keep him alive for much longer. I must call for the Tsar and Tsarina. Listen, Burin. We have to make a very important decision. Do you have access to a transport shuttle? Yes, I often make trips to one of the moons for medical supplies for Alex. Can we get to it without being seen? It's at the nearest airlock, five minutes away. Then that settles it. We must disconnect Alex at once. What? Why? What are you doing? Stop! It's Alex's only hope. You're disconnecting everything. You'll kill him. I'm just unhooking his support from the main power supply. When we get to your ship, we can connect it to the propulsion unit. That will keep him alive until we get there. Until we get where? Rebel Moon, of course. Into the hands of the humans? Into the hands of the one man who can save him, Father Gregory. I think I've worked out why he's so important to the Sarina. And he also has unlimited power at his disposal. But the servo guards will monitor my departure. They'll soon realize what has happened. By which time we'll be on our way. If they suspect Alex is on board, they won't dare fire on us, will they? Are you doing this because you want to rescue Mrs. Whipsy? We're doing it together for Alex. Radical solutions, remember? His heart is on the point of collapse. Now quickly, gather him up. all this machinery? It is the same technology that brought you here. That wormhole thing? Mm. But it sent us to the palace, not here. <coughs> A miscalculation. Such an advanced form of transport isn't easy to master, Nespa. Oh. Oh, you didn't make it yourself, then? Oh, you flatter my abilities. This machinery comes from a different world, one you cannot begin to imagine, from a race whose second nature is to manipulate the wormholes that riddle the universe. Oh, yes, and who are they? Do you see the markings on all of this machinery? Oh, funny sort of emblem. It's a snake swallowing its own tail, isn't it? That is the serpent crest, my dear, the symbol of eternity, the mark of the Skishtari. Who were they? <laughs> they are the new masters, invading. <laughs> There's the airlock, Doctor. Quickly, get it open, man. Halt! Halt at once! Too late, old cock! Servo 71 reporting to security. The Sars son is being kidnapped. Father! Yes? A craft has been detected slipping under the transduction shields of the Autumn Palace. As I expected. The Doctor has come for his friend. Who else is aboard? Scans detect the objective. One Robotov. And... One Cyborg. What? The life signs are unmistakable. The craft's heading this way, Father. They're bringing the child straight to us. Oh, this is against the plan. Servo 96 reports that the boy's very sick. What action do you want to take? Secure the craft in the magneto beam. 
Do everything you can to ensure its safe arrival. Connect full powers to the medical wing and prepare a bed for the child. Bit of a rocky ride, this, Boolin. I'm not in control anymore. Biomoon is pulling us in, though I've no idea how. More technology your lot don't know about, however. No use fighting it, then. We might as well put our feet up. I'm rather looking forward to meeting Father Gregory. With Alex in their custody, the rebels will think they hold all the cards. They could force the Robotoths to surrender. The Empire will be defeated. Oh, there, Boolin. What we're doing is asking for Father Gregory's help in curing a sick child. <laughs> we're not going in there waving the white flag. Stay where you are. Doctor! Uh, a welcoming party, Mrs. Whipsy. Are you all right? Bellis, seize the child. No! Leave it, Boolin. Then look after him. He needs immediate medical attention. He'll get it. It's in everyone's best interest that the child stays alive. Take him away. I must say, this is what I call a proper moon base. All this gleaming industrial hardware and junk, all sharp edges and grease everywhere. And what a lovely view of the howling wilderness out there. Ooh, such a hospitable rock. Doctor, I've met Father Gregory. Oh? He's a bit of a rummin. He's the dead spit of you. He's not exactly happy that you brought Alex here. What are you up to? The child is very sick, and I'm pretty sure Father Gregory is his only hope. He seems to be the mastermind behind everything here. You'll never believe it. He was operating the wormhole thingy. He took control of the robot guards and sent them to get you from Earth. Did he now? Come on, then. Let's not keep him waiting, Boolin. Come with us. This way. Move. Has it been nice to be among humans again, Whips? They're a bit smelly, to be honest. Yes, I suppose they are a bit. Through here. Hello! Anyone at home? I'm here, Doctor. Ah, good. Tanak, take physician Boolan to the medical wing and make Mrs. Vibsey comfortable in the mess. I would speak with the doctor alone. How is he? His condition has stabilised. The humans are looking after him. Pretty good hospital they've got here. I suppose even lowly moon workers get ill sometimes. I feel very alone here. The only Robotov among humans. Now you know how I felt at the palace. But there are similarities between us, aren't there? Any which you perceive are superficial. Alex is where our collective hopes lie. He is the holy and integrated hybrid who will unite Robotovs and humans. Hey, look at the marking on these medical supplies. It's the same thing that was on the lunar stacks that Father Gregory showed me earlier. He said it was the mark of something called Skeebs, Kids, Skish... Uh, no, not uh, the Skishtari. Yes, that was it. I meant to tell the doctor. Are they a big corporation or something? Father Gregory called them everyone's new masters. Oh, no. Surely he can't be. Bad news? The Skishtari aren't a corporation, they're a race of creatures, hideous, deadly, warlike. They've been ransacking planets in our galaxy for many decades now. If Father Gregory was in league with them, it would no longer be a question of Robotovs against humans. It would be the end of us all. Thank you, Doctor, for bringing the child here safely. It was unexpected, but given his condition, you have done the right thing. You know that he is the most valuable entity in this entire system. Yes, I also know that you had something to do with his creation, and that your technology here has, shall we say, the edge on that of the Robotops. Mrs. Vibsey tells me that you are keen to bring peace to this world, to see harmony between the creatures whose insides run with oil, and those who have blood pumping through their veins. It does seem to be the only solution, if you're to avoid all-out war. 
The Robotoffs are like child's toys running amok. They are vicious, immoral, and essentially mindless. Rubbish. I've talked to them. They're just as humane, more humane than you are. What do you do? Sit in the shadows and mutter to yourself. I am biding my time. The balance of power is about to shift. Ah, I thought you already held all the cards. Leadership of the humans, remote control of the palace guards. Only for a finite period and only ever a few at a time. A revolution needs more than that. Look, Father Gregory, if you destroy the Robotoffs, I'm going to be very angry. Tell me more about the child. You and the Tsarina created him together, didn't you? I convinced her that it would represent a new dawn for our two races. Hmm, and how did the Tsar feel about that? Oh, by the time he found out it was too late, the whole plan had already been <coughs> conceived, literally. Sir Alex is a fusion of genetic material and robotic technology. His mechanical limbs and skeleton are programmed to grow along with his soft tissue organs. The metal plates of his skull will expand with his brain. His heart and his liver were grown in a laboratory using my DNA. The Tsarina believed that the child would help forge a new peace between the Robotoffs and humans. Little suspecting that your aims were quite different, or should I say, the aims of your paymasters? Oh, you suspect I am not my own man, Doctor? Come off it. You didn't create all this technology yourself. Someone's been helping you, and I have a nasty suspicion who, after all. Wormhole technology isn't something you come across every day. Come on, then, Father G. Spill the beans. Who's pulling your strings, eh? Tsar commands all energy to be rerouted to disruptor lasers. Power down palace utilities. All generators apart from those feeding transduction shields and troopers to be switched to offensive capabilities. Husband, you cannot, you cannot attack the rebels. Not while they have Alex with them. You defiled the Robotov name when you created a son with that human blackguard. Alex shows us the future. He shows us the day when we will all share the best attributes of both our races. Only as long as he survives. He must survive. He is the best of us. Do you think if we could not care for him sufficiently here, that those wretches on the moon can do any better? As soon as Alex's heart is stilled, then we shall have nothing to lose. We will attack this very night. Husband, please! No! Doctor, I am told that you effected some repairs on the child. With all those valves and wires you've got running through his chest, the heart is under immense strain. I did what I could to make him more comfortable. Then in doing so, you are very close to the truth. Alex's heart is not the only thing which ticks inside his savage breast. Hidden beneath it is something which represents the true future of the Robotov Empire. Ashkistare Egg. You realize you're in league with one of the most hideously fiendish races in the cosmos. In league does me too much justice, Doctor. I'm merely the servant. And you've planted one of their eggs inside the frame of that cyborg child. If you know something of the Shkistare, you might also know how they conquer worlds. Yes. I do. A dormant egg is laid, then hidden among the inhabitants. The years pass, and at a preordained time, a serpent god rises amongst them and slays the whole lot. A Skistari emperor will be born from the Robotov empire of dead flesh and cold metal. It's despicable. I can't believe you're helping them. What choice did I have? They sought me out and made it clear that I could not refuse them. This sector is the next on their list of conquests. Oh, Doctor. The past three years have been unbearable at times. Working for them, against the people who befriended me years before. Living to foment unrest when my previous existence had been based around peace. It has been a living hell, and I am so glad to be relieved of it now. When is the egg due to hatch? Not for another ten years. 
the Skistari plays a long game. Then surely you're not relieved of duty until that time. You've a long way to go yet. No, Doctor, that's where you are wrong. Because you are going to take my place. Our reserve successfully rerouted to offensive capabilities. Missile launch will proceed on His Highness's command. Target approaching optimum position. We have the Rebel Moon in our sights. a child. Got an inside man, have they? They see everything. I told you how powerful they are, Doctor. But it's too early. Doctor, Boonin says Alex's heart is failing. He hasn't got long. Father Gregory, that boy needs your help in more ways than one. Father, a shuttle's on its way from the mothership. Oh, no! Lucius! More bad news? Lucius is my go-between with the Skistari mind. We have very little time. Doctor, what about Alex? I'll do what I can. Good man. Everyone to the medical wing, now! Father Gregory, Doctor, thank goodness. How is he? His heart has almost stopped. You've got to remove the egg, Gregory. But the boy needs a transplant, a new heart. They're not easy to come by around here. In any case, it would need to be the heart of a child. Not necessarily. If you enlarge the chest cavity, even a fully grown human heart could function healthily. Here, I hope you're not suggesting... Bulin, could you undertake that sort of operation? I think so. But Bulin, there is something else. Something you must remove. You will see it when you take the boy's own heart out. So, Mrs. Webzy is right. You are in league with the Skishtari. Forgive me. All I can do now is try to make amends, Nespa. How will you do that? With a last present to my son. The only thing of value which I can give him now, my heart. Father Gregory, the Skishtari shuttle is 15 minutes away. Bullen, you must operate at once. Take my heart. The operation will take more time than we have. The doctor can buy you more time. I can? I didn't bring you here without making cosmetic preparations first. In my quarters, you will find exact duplicates of my clothing and precisely manufactured hairpieces. In every sense, you can become me as I intended. That's all we need. As if we didn't have enough on our plate with the Skistari, the Robotops are arming the long-range rockets. We can't withstand that. Tell me about it. But we've got the Robotov air up here. They wouldn't risk killing him, would they? Why don't you patch Carney through? He could reason with them. When was the last time any of us reasoned with the Robotovs? True. But then, when was the last time any of us tried? I've administered the sedative, Father. Then I have just a few moments to tell you. You must relax. Don't fight it. Sleep. Bulen, I must warn you, the Skistari egg. You must keep it out of the clutches. And whatever you do, it must never hatch. Hush, Father. How do I look, Mrs. Wibsey? Slow down. Huh? His steps are more measured than yours. He doesn't galumph like that. Galumph? I don't galumph. Oh, shh. Now, there's the airlock. I'll hang back out of sight. Good luck, Doctor. Ah, piece of cake. Don't let that beard fall off. Greetings, Lucius. You are not keeping the Skeshtari up to date, Gregory. Why has the child been brought here to this satellite? Are you activating the plan without us? Nothing of the sort, Lucius. 
There is disruption in the Robotov Palace. I didn't want the child to be harmed. The Robotovs are about to launch an attack on this moon. They think you have killed their heir. Ah, I will try to explain to them. Too late. You have let this situation deteriorate. You have endangered the sacred egg, so we have come to reclaim it. You will remove the egg from the child's chest. The plan is at an end. Now let us not be hasty, Lucius. <laughs> You will do as I instruct. Uh, if you do not comply, I will reclaim it myself. Uh, and the Skishtari will destroy you all. Oh, you broke my skin with that tongue of yours. You have drawn blood. I will break more than that unless you do as I say, Gregory. All right, all right. If you'll return to your shuttle, I will bring it to you within the hour. I would sooner wait here. Please, Lucius. Among the humans and the Robotops, only I have ever looked upon the Shkishtari. It would cause great unrest for them to see you now. Are you honorable? Oh, Father Gregory gives you his word. That's it, they're launching. Better tell Carney they'll be here in eight minutes. Tell him to get Father Gregory and meet us in the defense shelter now. Bolin, what's happening? I did it, Doctor. The operation was a success. Oh, well done, Bolin. Father Gregory is dead, but his heart beats on. Alex will live. And the egg? Here. Ah, yes. It's like one of those Fabergé things. It's beautiful. And deadly. Bolin, I want you to take charge of it for now. Alex's body may turn out to be dependent on it in some way. If we can reach my shuttle, I intend to. I have enough fuel to take him to the next moon. That won't be far enough, besides. If the Robotovs don't shoot you down, the Shkistari will. Shouldn't we stay with them, Doctor, just in case? Ultimately, the egg needs putting somewhere safe. Somewhere we can place it in a time stasis, so that it will never hatch. But where? We can't return to the palace. This place is about to go up. We've only one hope. The wormhole transport. Can you operate it? I can do anything, almost. But only if we can find it. I know where it is. Father Gregory showed it to me. Near the lunar stacks. Pretty indeed. Come on. I'm sorry, Doctor, but no. I'll take my chances in the shuttle with Alex. No! Foolin, come back! It's all right, Mrs. Wimsey. Let them go. Now, lead on. Come, Tanak, come on. We've had it. Carney says he can't find Father Gregory anywhere. Oh, some revolution this is. But never mind about them. It's every man for himself now. Hiding in shelters. Is that what we're reduced to? Yes. Now come on. Is this what you're looking for, Doctor? Ah, yes. A wormhole portal generator. Think of it as a rudimentary tin opener for an immensely dangerous can of soup. Seen one before, have you? I know a little of the Skistari. Travelling along wormholes is second nature to them. Nasty way to get around, more like a game of snakes and ladders. Gregory used it behind their backs to kidnap us from Earth? Yes. What I don't yet know is how he found me in the first place. There. That's it. I've routed secondary portals through the two shuttle docks. So? So now I'm going to do three quite incredible things. <clears throat> well, aren't you going to ask me what they are? I'm a gog. A gog? I should think you are. Just tell me. One, I'm going to send the Shkistari shuttle and mothership back the way they came through a wormhole of their own making. Two, I'm going to send Bulin shuttle to Earth, Hexford to be precise. Oi. You're sending them to Nest Cottage? That will allow me to place the egg in hibernation. Oh, here come the rockets. Oh, I hope you're going to say the third thing is sending us home as well. Well, naturally. I do believe it's time for tea. Now, I think I can do all three things at once. If I invert the rectilinear outsourcer and finesse the axiomatic oh. oscillator... Well, never mind the details. Either I get it right, or there'll be an almighty explosion. Doctor, get a shift on! Hold on to my scarf, Riggs! Hang on tightly, tightly, old girl. 
Solid, if moist ground, breathable atmosphere, and, oh, birdsong. Have we made it? Yes, Mrs. Wibsey, we have. But what happened to the moon base and the skish tari? We got away just as the rockets hit. Amazing, eh? Incredible, Doctor. The rebels will have to take to their shelters. Those that survive will have to sort out their squabble with the robots. At least they won't have the skishtari hissing down their necks for a while, since we whizzed them back down their wormhole. And Boolin and Alex, are they here? Hopefully they're around somewhere. Directing a wormhole portal isn't a very precise art. I may have been slightly off. But this is Hexford Village. We're home, Doctor. Are we? We're on the village green, and the church there, and... 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 Uh, that's funny. Where's the mini-market? And hang on a moment, where's Ness Cottage? Oh dear, I, I, I think we're too early. You mean this isn't the present day? Uh, by the look of those stocks, it isn't even the 20th century. Oh, how are we going to get home? You may have to leave that one with me for a while. The wormhole portal will have closed up the moment it deposited us. We only had a one-way ticket. You mean we're trapped here? Let's say sojourned, for the time being. Come on, Mrs. Wibsey. I smell trouble in the air. <laughs> Doctor Who, Serpent Crest, Zar Wars by Paul Mars. Starred Tom Baker as the Doctor with Susan Jameson as Mrs. Wibsey. Michael Jason was a Zar and Susie Aitchison was a Zarina. Boolin was played by Simon Shepard. Servo 96 and Carney was Paul Checker. Servo 1-4 and Tarnak was Grant Gillespie. Servo 5-3 and Lucius was Sam Hall. And Servo 5-1 and Bellis was played by Gabriel Vick. The script editor was Michael Stevens. And it was produced for Audio Go by Kate Thomas. Next episode, The Broken Crown. Audible hopes you've enjoyed this program.